This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Well, Christina Kim is a multiple winner on the LPGA Tour. She's prepping for a brand new season by my count, her 17th. If I'm wrong, she'll correct me. It's a pleasure to welcome Christina Kim back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Christina? Hi, John. I'm great. And yes, I'm going to have to correct you. I am entering season number 19. No, really? Actually, of the LPGA Tour, yes. My math was that oh. bad? Well, I mean, you've Apparently. got 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 19 okay. 20, 2001, or 2021, yeah. All right, okay. All right, well, congratulations on that. Um, (laughs) Speaking of the year, were you you awake to see the ball drop? You know, I actually was awake to see the ball drop this year. I stayed at home. I um, sort of barricaded myself to myself, Mm -hmm. and I spent the evening watching Anderson Cooper get drunker and drunker yes. and drunker, what and were they, I did not realize did, what were, how quickly time passed. I, I have no idea what they were shooting that night. But tequila. They, oh, was it tequila? I didn't, I didn't see that part. I just I saw he and Andy kept pouring. Uh, yep, it was, I, I'm 99% sure it was Casa Azul. Or okay. Casa Azul. Casa Azul? Okay, all right. Um, short off-season, what are you working on? Well, uh, golf. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Every aspect of it. I mean, I'm, I'm making some um, pretty significant changes to my swing, working more in rotation as opposed to lateral shift, mm. keeping my hands a little bit more quiet on the way back, building legs, staying tall, um, working on my putting, short game. Yeah. I mean, anything and everything you could think of. You know, my mental game, I think, is in – it finished in a pretty good – space at the end of the year last year the very last event i should say so just working on getting a little bit more consistent with having um you know strong mental preparation god if you were working on ball position you'd be me that's everything i'm working on all of that same stuff i think we all do um god do you tinker are you a tinkerer do you do you make a major change to your equipment every now and then uh, yeah, I definitely tinker with my uh, with everything within the golf game. I mean, I once I'm settled with my swing, then I won't tinker. That mm-hmm. being said, I have yet to be settled with my swing. I, <laughs> I half joke that I've been working on swing changes for the last, I guess it'll be 13 years now, if you will. Again, if you worked on ball position, you'd be me. Um... I forgot to mention that I am working on ball position as <laughs> well. <laughs> What, what, what is, what is, what's the oldest club in your bag? Ooh, the oldest club in my bag would probably be my set of irons. I am no Scottish Shuffler. I do not have my three wood that I've had since high school. Mm. I've got, um, yeah, I mean, and when I say they're the newest, quote unquote, I mean, they're, they're less than a year old. Okay. I, I think I've had these for about. 10 or 11 months. Um, And again, as we know, you'll correct me when I'm wrong. I'm I'm guessing you're a goal setter. Do you set goals for the season? I'm not going to ask you what they are, but do you do that? I I do have like vague goals in mind. Um, You know, the, I'm not exactly like motivated by goals and motivation in like, like reward based. 
um, you know, I just kind of set vague goals in terms of like, I want to make sure that every single day I'm in a place where I'm um, happy knowing that I left everything out there. Um, I'm able to, you know, use a bit more objectivity to how I view my game as opposed to being subjective and saying, you know, oh, I should have done this or I could have shot four strokes better because it's like, realistically, if you could have, you would have. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot more vague. I do have some, you know, semi long-term goals in mind. Um, but you know, it's just the way I see it in order to obtain the goal that you set for the future, you got to do the groundwork right now. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with Christina Kim here on the Augusta golf show, uh, with the announcement last week that, that Mike Wan was going to step aside this year. I'm curious, a couple of questions about the commissioner. Was there something he got done that you didn't think he could get done? Was there something when he got it done, you went, wow, wow. Well, I mean, there's a number of things I think that uh, Mike Wan had been able to accomplish that a lot of people didn't. I mean, you know, when he came into the LPGA, he was staring down a very, um, you know, daunting task because, you know, when he came on, we were, you know, just toward the end of the uh, the Great Recession. Um, you know, the views on women, albeit they're not where, you know, any sane woman would want them to be right now. He has made great strides. I, I think the two biggest things he's done is put the LPJ in a place of power where we are the strongest women's sports organization in the world, combined with the fact that he has been able to truly empower all of the uh, people associated with the LPGA and not just saying we're the best women golfers in the world. We're not the best golfers in the world. We are the best people in the world. Um, so the fact that he's been able to truly change the culture of the way women are perceived in the sports world, in the business world, in a lot of regards, and just in society has been something that I did not know was going to be able to be achieved in my lifetime. When he came on board and you as a player, did, did were you afraid the LPGA may go away? Well, I so I was on the board of directors when Mike was hired on, and so I had seen what had taken place behind the scenes with the LPJ tour um, with his predecessor, and there there were a lot of uncertainties. You know, I mean, it was kind of a combination of things because you know, obviously, there was a bit of um, trust and friendship lost with some of our sponsors. Uh, combined with the way that the economy had been um, tanking up until that point. So there were a lot of obstacles in Mike's way. And he honestly worked tirelessly to get us, um, you know, out of that place we were in and then to just basically, you know, slingshot us into such an amazing trajectory that we're still on right now. So, yeah, there was a... There was definitely time when I was I was I was very very concerned. Yes. Do what do you think was harder for him to do? Navigate through those times or navigate through COVID? They're such different creatures. It's really hard to say. Hmm. Um, ultimately, I would think that getting us to a place where we were able to say, okay, we're going to, um, you know. Uh, lose a couple of tournaments, but our sponsors are still wanting to be partners and say, just give us a year so that we can come back. Um, you know, I, I think that the COVID aspect of everything, um, while very in a lot of ways, 
was seemingly tedious because it's like, oh my gosh, you have to test every week. You have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. Pales in comparison to the amount of time, energy, effort, and years of work that Mike put in to build the partnerships that we do have, which are so, so strong. So I don't think it's really much of a contest when you compare the two. Um, that being said, COVID was a pain in the butt. Do, do you think Do you think his baptism by fire helped him through COVID? Um, I'm sure that in, in ways it, it definitely did, but Mike has always been and, and always will be a man that will fight to the end to make sure that what is good and right takes place. And he always puts the um, safety as well as the emotional thoughtfulness towards every player as well as every sponsor um, you know, very much in the forefront. And so I think this is just part of who he is, yeah. to be honest. This is just the kind of the, the kind of um, man, businessman, friend that he is. Um, uh, okay, all right. Uh, until he's replaced, you know, we'll have a commissioner each day. So, Christina Kim, you're the commissioner for one day. Oh, God. Um, what's the one thing you'd like to do? Rehire Mike or pull a dollar the sheep on him and clone him and have him take over. Uh, I am, uh, you know, like on social media, a couple of people have said something along the lines of Christina would be a great commissioner. And I would like to think that I'm smart enough to know that I would not be. Um, you know, I would do my best to try and keep every player's um, concerns uh, as a priority but because I'm aware of the fact of how difficult Mike's job is, because I have had two terms on the board of directors and I've seen how the LPJ operates, I'm smarter than that to know that I should be nowhere near <laughs> that position. Um, she is uh, Christina Kim. Uh, have a great year this year. Thank you for saying yes to this, and I hope you'll say yes during the season. Yeah, of course, John. Thank you so much for having me.